Welcome, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. We'd like to welcome y'all to the Smokers Pod. Ain't nothing changed. New week. Same shit. Different day. Hope everybody's doing good out there. You want to get your shout-outs off, Chill? Yeah. Um, Shout-out to... Shout-out to the Jets. We look good right now. Shout-out to the... Uh, Shout-out to Adrian Peterson for getting picked up. Um, That's a big one. Um, you see my man out there trying to do a little something. Shout-out to uh, Jodis Brownlee Plumbing. Hey. Thanks for... Uh, we're giving him a shout-out. If you have any... Um, if you have any... Uh, plumbing problems, any issues? Look up Jodis Brownlee on Facebook and Jodis Brownlee Plumbing. You'll be you'll, you'll his pray his Facebook profile will pop up, and you can go from there. Um, we have GHS Protections in New York. Shout out to them for taking care of all your safety needs hey. in the uh, entertainment hey. life in the club. Um, and that's about it. Thank you everybody for tuning in, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Always first and foremost, want to give a shout out to the listeners. We see y'all, we hear y'all, we appreciate y'all. Um, I want to give a shout out to our listeners at Lexington Park Library, Sierra and Corey. We see y'all, appreciate the feedback. I want to give a shout out to the new, the new MAGA slogan. You know, it's no more "Make America Great Again." Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What the yeah. new slogan is right. What? My attorney got arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we see, yeah. We, we see you, Cohen. We see you, bro. Okay, that was a good one. Man, I want to also give a shout-out to everybody who's out there aging well. You know, some people aging like milk. Mm-hmm. Some people aging like wine. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, good to get better with time. So take care of yourself. Get your exercise on. Get your, Drink your water. Yes. And lay, off that, vegetables. and lay off that coffee. Rumor has it that, that affects you in the long run, too, drinking that coffee all the time. I can't have my coffee no more. I mean, you just got to look into it, bro. Damn. I mean, do you. But true, true. They say that coffee, um, coffee and nicotine is one of the becoming the new killer, as they say. Damn, man. Yeah. It's fucked up. All right, man. Well, we're gonna get right into it. Y'all know me. I, I like to get into the bullshit first. That's just cause that's just what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So you been hearing about uh, what's going on with the porn over in the UK? Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you. This is the type of show where we that we don't get four fucks about your opinion about what you think. I mean, we really don't. Like, we <laughs> it's really one of these type shows. So to be honest with you, I mean, the the porn industry is, is has always been a money maker behind closed doors when you get outside of your feelings and your ethics. But what we have to understand is also is that it becomes a bad situation because you know you got a lot of sickos. You got the por- the. The child pornographers, you guys that don't follow the, um, you know, you got to follow certain procedures. Like, because, you know, me and Brandon dug up on this and me and him looked up that, like, you know, you have to get tested frequently on paper, documented. Mm-hmm. And you just can't go get one of them bullshit tests, though. You actually got to go get tested. Get your paperwork straight. Right? Exactly. So with that being said is. So with that being said, is that like when you deal with. Issues like the regulations and all that, that kind of gives the government and people ammo to shoot because a lot of these guys are taking care of business like how they supposed to, though. All right, so I'm going to give a little background on what's going on in the UK with the porn. I mean, 
porn is so easily accessible nowadays. Of course. Right on your phone, like, it's, it's nothing. You, you remember, like, we all 30 plus here. Yeah. I, I believe most of our listeners are 30 plus. Yeah. So, like, you remember when, when we was coming up, it was, like, almost hard to get porn. Like, you yeah. Had to, you had to go to Blockbuster. Yeah. If you wasn't 18, you couldn't get in a little exactly. adult section. I don't know about how they did in the A, but where I'm from, we had, like, a little... A little magazine newspaper store that was like had, a front, and you, but if you you got the little side yeah. in the back, all the shit's back there. You know what I'm saying? And you had to ask your older brother, god brother, that cool cousin. Plug, plug you in. <laughs> exactly. You in. Exactly. But yeah, so what they're trying to do over in the UK is regulate um, porn and, and, and how it's viewed. So basically, if you're trying to view some porn online, you got to set up an account with your name. They got to verify your identity. You know what I'm saying? Without that... You won't be able to view porn over there. But think about this as a good thing, though. Especially for the companies, the porn companies, from a legal standpoint, that could work in their favor because if you were sicko, you, I could tell you to get off my shit. It's a difference between watching it, but mm. then you dig into this one dude, he like child pornography. You got people that try to hack your website. Um, on the other side of the game, I, it could be a safety measure. Just to just to true, true. just to think about it on the other side. Though. So for all those sickos, man, we we gotta uh, we got we gotta get y'all up out of here, man. All the child molesters and um, you know people who ain't who ain't doing porn right. We'll get y'all up out of here, man. But yeah. um, your shit is crazy though. How 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 would you feel about you having to make an online profile in order to view porn, and basically you would have a whole search history. Of how often chill, watch his porn, what he's watching, what his favorites. I don't like that shit because you know what's going to happen? That just gave another reason when you apply for a job or whatever. Mm. That gives another opportunity you know for a motherfucker to be nosy. That's like that's basically like that would be on your security clearance. Exactly. Like so uh, you, you apply. You whoa, pl- whoa, whoa. You, let, you letting them rounds off? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you apply for a job. So... Uh, What's this doggy style part three that you were on your phone oh, last week, sir? <laughs> you gonna have some explaining to do, or you know, we saw that you downloaded um, interracial gangbang part three. Mm. So I was wondering, um, do you elaborate on that? <laughs> exactly. Bro, I'm like, bro, what you talking about? Yeah, that's wild, man. So I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see how that shit play out in the UK as far as how. You viewing, viewing porn and shit, but um, on a on a lighter note, you hear about what's going on in Colombia? Mm-hmm. Some some uh small towns in Colombia, bro. But you have to understand, cause we live in the United States, is that our definition of poverty and economic needs is totally different from everybody else's. True. I mean, on paper. What you see is the same, but when you over there living it or you really know the truth about the situation, it really, our poverty rate is bad, but it's nothing oh, nah. like over there. Yeah. And, so, and, and nothing personal, people are going to do what they got to do to survive. I mean, yeah, like, I mean like, that whole do the right thing and stay on the path. I mean, sometimes that shit don't always fly, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, true, that's true. But yeah, basically, so you, you're basically saying like poverty here in America Compare that to over in like a third world country, poverty, you, you might be living good over there in comparison, basically, right? So, in, 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 in small towns in Colombia, um, in, a, in a remote village in the Andes Mountains, cash is so scarce over there 
that they're actually using coca paste, which is, you know, the which is used to make cocaine. They're using that as currency. So so it's, it's, the cash flow is so limited over there that they use. But at the same uh, time, as, let's so go. Basically, so people over there buying groceries and mm-hmm. shit. With coca paste. But at the same time, that kind of goes back to when civilization first started. Like, True. I'll trade you this fish yeah. and these cows exactly. if you got the vegetables. I mean, it's all about trading goods exactly. and services. Exactly, and exactly. And services. So I guess so. that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. Actually, not knocking it. Do what you got to do. Nah, man. But yeah, like I said, this this uh, little remote village in the Andes Mountains of Colombia, which has a population of less than 200 people, they don't have access to water or electricity, but they're still able to, to manage... To produce more than a hundred kilograms of coke in a month, and I don't know uh, if all of our listeners know the measurements and stuff, but like a kilogram, that's that's a nice that's a nice amount of weight. You know what I'm saying? Um, and for two hundred people to be able to produce a hundred keys in a month, like you do, you know how much. Uh, a, a key, a per cocaine can sell for in the, in, in the United States. But just, know, just one. But you know what? It goes back to what we learned in college. What's that? Miss Jackson, English class. Mm-hmm. How do you build an empire with any business? You got to have land. Got Remember to. she used to talk about yeah, that? that? She is, said no true. matter successful businesses, books, if you're selling books or any business, you got to have land. That's even true. if it's a townhouse, that's true. even if it's a farm, whatever it whatever. is, yeah. she always said that. I'll never forget that. Gotta have it. You gotta have land. But so yeah, man. Um, a pure key of cocaine can sell for like sixty thousand in the states, like a pure key. No, not no shit that's stepped on. You know what I'm saying? But like a pure can sell for like sixty. So basically, this little small town is worth roughly like three, a little bit more than three million dollars in a month's time. But yet, the money's so scarce over there that they got to buy and sell and trade services and goods with coca paste. So that's to me, when I think about those numbers, and they were saying that like the average worker who works over, over there in the pharmacy might make an annual salary of $1,000. Like one zero 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 yeah, in 12 yeah. months. And that's, so that's, that's, like, that's like modern day slavery, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. But yeah, they, if you if you look online, like Google, just Columbia using Coca Paste, man, you'll see them. You'll see them in convenience stores buying groceries with Coca Paste, beer. Like I say, it's basically Coca Paste is currency over there. That's that's wild as shit, if you ask me. Yeah. Excuse me. What a light. But you know, too. but but you know what. A lot of countries around the world do um, different things like that. Prime example, like what's going on in Africa, you got you got people selling them kids over there for the for the slavery. Man, you know, I, I was reading something. You know, so it, each country has its own problem. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like this country could have the issue with the coke. People in Africa, they selling them kids. You know, and that's money. big business over there. Money if you money. look into it, money is the root of all evil. But yeah, I, I was reading something. Where they had like like an adoption agency somewhere over in mm-hmm. Africa that was be mindful of that. They was basically like making up fake stories as to why the children needed to be adopted by like someone here over in the states or like in a more industrialized country. And so it was a little girl who had got adopted here in the states, and um, like she was young to where she couldn't really communicate. She knew a little bit of of her African dialect, whatever they spoke over there, 
But once she got like over hair, older, and could communicate in English, once they taught her English, she basically was saying like, you know, um, like I didn't come from a like a rough family. My mom was good to me. Like I don't really know like why I'm here type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so the we parents sold you. That's basically what happened. And so the parents, you know, questioned the adoption agency and they did this big investigation and come to find out that. This little girl wasn't the only one that were doing this, you know, to a lot yeah. of a lot of little kids selling yeah. them and shit. So man, it's it's a scary world we living in. And, but the funny thing about it is, especially with the issues of everything that was going on in the world, other races are starting to see that slavery never ended. It's just not the black man argument. Oh, clearly, you know what I'm saying. It's just not the black man's argument. You know what I'm saying. It's just yeah. not the black. Them black folks over there arguing. Mm-hmm. Slavery is going on all over the world. Anytime you oh, sell yeah. a kid, that's slavery. Yeah. It's just not as out and open. Exactly. As it used to be. It's more world. it's more hidden and it's more subliminal. Exactly. Indeed. Here you go. So out in um in Pennsylvania, how you how you feeling about those uh those Catholic priests out there. So I think, I think it was reported think, that over it was over three hundred cases of Catholic priests molesting kids and, and basically them covering it up. And the most interesting thing to me about that is so they got a reported three hundred cases that's reported. So imagine how many is unreported. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, all the, everybody didn't get caught. I'm sure everybody. Then get turned in. That's true. But the sad thing about it is, people allowed it to go on. That's the sad part is that people allowed it to go on. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's sad that, like, to all our listeners, we don't know what your religious views are. We don't know if you really believe in God, that whole little spill and all that. But if religion's a good thing, why do you allow stuff like that to come in it, though? I don't care if you're Muslim, Jewish, Catholic, whatever. We love you. But at the end of the day, it's stuff like that that makes religion get a little bit of a bad reputation, though. Because it's supposed to be positive. That's not positive. Nah. <laughs> That's positive. Any The ultimate goal is to use something to make it positive. It could be religion, money, whatever. But at the end of the day, if you're doing stuff like that, and the thing about it is over 300 cases it makes you think like who was really in on this man dog it's everybody yeah <laughs> everybody but nah yeah Not everybody but man it's a lot of people who are protecting people strictly because they don't want to give the catholic religion like a bad name even though i mean it, you clearly have one now but i think that they just not trying to contribute to the the bad name that the catholic church has but you gotta think about this with social media mm-hmm. phones any type of mechanism that can take a picture, anything, it can get to the world in less than a day. Oh, yeah, no doubt. See, back in those times when they were really, really doing it, disgusting, um, it was um, what they did was uh, they could disguise it a little bit more because it was your word against his word. There was no mm-hmm. lie detector test with a technology. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. A psychiatrist coming there and look like I could. You look like one of them, you know, because your body like they, whatever right. they do. Um, so that's just messed up. I just want to let the listeners know when you, when you hear us flicking the lighter. Someone, one of our listeners, that said that uh, 
they thought that our, our lighters was out of fluid and we was struggling with a lighter. Nah, that's just let, to let y'all know that a new one is in rotation, you know. But I'm not. I, but back to the cafe thing, man. I think it's it's simple, man. As as like um, a way to fix the problem. Like it ain't. It's really not even that deep. I mean, basically, you got you got grown men who aren't able to marry, can't have sex, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what man, what man doesn't want to have sex? That's true. But I also so, I mean, to, to make it simple, it's like they they need to change where the men can't have sex. Like they they need to have ordained maybe female. Priest, mm-hmm. where, where's the equality? But right, you know some right? people be discriminating on that though too. Well, though. The discrimination, that's that's whack. So like I'm saying, you need to, you need to allow women to be ordained priests on equal to what a Catholic priest is now, a male, True. and then let them marry, and uh, True. and then I'm sure that shit was would would slow down a little bit because like, mm-hmm. I mean you're human. Everybody, I mean I'm not making excuses for what they're doing. I'm just saying. I, I bet you if they allow them to, to marry and that's true. do their thing, you would have less of them molesting little kids. That's true. Because, that's I true. mean, everybody want that, you know? That's true. The intimacy. And then you, you got little boys. What, what, I mean, I, I'm not Catholic. I've never been. But what they got? Uh, altar boys. And what do they go through? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Whatever, like the little, how they... How they uh, when they come down the aisle... With the candles, so like, so no, no, like my church, we had like vacation Bible school. Uh huh. Don't they have like something for a little? Altar oh boys? yeah, they do. They do. They're basically they do. teaching yeah, them how to yeah. be altar boys or whatever, and that's and that's a lot of one on one time with the priest. Ah. Uh, like I mean, that's how this should be happening. Ah. Uh, you got you got little kids who look up to the priest probably as God as a God like figure, mm-hmm. and wouldn't tell them or, or steer them in the wrong direction. The whole time, the priest and they're plotting like. Mm-hmm. But just think if you if you was able to, you know, be with a uh, a woman or marry or whatever. But y'all y'all Catholic priests gotta chill. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta fucking chill. Cause they coming. Yeah, they coming. But you know what though? And I'm gonna say this though. Um, it's like. When was they going to speak out? Like after, like they was going like, well, who's at two eighty five? Like niggas might need to chill out. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right, right. I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, like, I, I think how that... did like how do you who kept count? One, two. Right. Who is the one that like? Who's, who's the, the who's the one who knew about the lungs and they say yeah. shit? Yeah. Three, like, like this. This is. This some this is something that like affects him for the rest of his life though. That's not normal. Talking about, you, the, little, talking about the little boy. Yeah, and they gonna oh, try yeah. to brainwash him in the name of the Lord. Y'all gotta be mindful of That's that. That's crazy. Willie Lynch in the name of the Lord. See how see how that see how I got a little twisted. That's crazy, man. Crazy shit, man. But I think we are gonna switch to the uh, the TSP radio portion of the of the, of the show. We gonna start hitting y'all with some. Music that might be new to y'all, old to us, but y'all might not have heard it yet. So we're going to transition into this, uh, this off the Buddy album, man. It's featuring Ty Dolla Sign. It's called Hey Up There.
about to get into the TSP radio segment. I mean, we really just finished that shit, but it's all good, so you fucked it up. But we, we ain't going to talk to nobody else. I know. But no, that was um, that was off Buddy's album featuring Ty Dolla Sign. The song's called Hey Up There. So we're going to jump into Nikki, man. Would you <laughs> think about your girl Nikki, chill? Um, I mean, the last time we spoke... Right after her album dropped, you were saying her shit was classic. Yeah. You still feeling the same way? Um, I'm, I am still feeling the same way, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I just feel that like what she's, what she's going to have to do is try to take another avenue or direction because one, Travis Scott is just, is just hot right now, you know, and... <laughs> Shout to, out. And shout out to Travis Scott though. That album is classic though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That 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 album, each and every one of those songs is like was well thought of and put in though. Like 
No garbage Travis, on that album. Travis is a is a great producer. But at the same time, when if I got to pick an act that could do more, I am going to pick Travis Scott over Nicki, though. And Nicki has is good. It makes good music. She got rap. I mean, she got a flow. But it's it's like Travis Scott ha- is, and plus Travis Scott is something different though. He's a totally different act though, you know, which is awesome though. I believe. You see what I'm saying? And that's something more new that you can present though. I mean, so wait, so so you're saying that you think Travis is a bigger star than Nicki? Yes. But Nicki can flow. She got bars, though. I don't know if I agree with that. Man, I I think Travis is Travis. Travis is probably a hotter artist right now. But but he hasn't reached the pinnacle that Nicki has reached. At least I don't think. Okay, you 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 win that one. You win. I mean, Travis Travis been around for what? Mm, Four or five years, something like that. I mean. I, don't, I, just, I just don't think he's reached the level of but, success. But at the, the same time, though, that Nicki has met. But I mean, Nicki's, Nicki's coming down, so like they, you know what I mean. So you gotta also think about this though in the music industry too. It's also who's behind you. He has a Kardashian behind him, so like Jenna Bastille, that, yeah. that 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 carries weight. You know but, what I'm but, saying? Because you know stuff like that dictates a lot of stuff behind closed does, doors in the industry, does. though. But and see, and, and Nicki was hating. I'm just gonna call it what Nicki was hating. Like Nicki, Nicki was hating, and Travis was. He was basically selling bundles, mm-hmm. so like you you could buy some of his merch online, like a t shirt, hoodie, whatever, and then you'll get a CD with it, and that was like counted as a as a as a CD sale, right? So Nicki was hating on that, and Nicki got mad that Travis, well not Travis, that Kylie posted Travis' album on like her Instagram or whatever, on whatever, and was like saying, you know, buy our merch or our, our tickets or whatever, come see us and Stormy, like she added the baby and whatever. Now, so so Nikki 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 was saying that Travis was cheating as far as how he was getting his sales. Mind you, Nikki was doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. Nikki Nikki was trying to um basically add the album to her to her tour to her tour tickets. Mm-hmm. So like you buy her her tickets for a tour, you get an album that's counted as a sale, right? So she was doing that, and then like midway through. So her album dropped on a Friday, but like Tuesday the following week when her numbers wasn't probably like what she was expecting, she was trying to steal the Fifi single with Mm -hmm. 6ix9ine and put that on her album so she could get those sales to make her shit go up. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, you you playing the game too. How you hating on Now, to all our listeners, I want want everybody to get a chance to check out that book that Dame Dash put out about uh, culture vultures. Brandon, you had... A valid point. And from what I've learned from reading his book is that, okay, an artist is only an artist. And how maybe the contract was set up different. Maybe there's so, because the way the internet and social media now is, is so many ways to distribute music though. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because it's not about going to Best Buy like how we did growing up Shit, or, they, they, or Kip Mill. Most you see what I'm I think, saying? I think Best Buy now today was getting ready to stop selling CDs. Exactly. So now it went from it went from Kip Mill. It went from um, 
Best Buy. It went from Target. It went from Target. It went from um, Circuit City. Remember Circuit City growing up used to sell rap music. Yeah. Now it's not in your stores no more. You might have to download it off of. Um, you might have to download it off of. Um, you might have to download it off Google Music. You might have to just listen to it on Spotify. You know, yeah. you can. Um, and what happens is technically you did download the album because what's the difference between you buy it on a disc and then you just pressing a button on your phone and you have the music. You see what I'm saying? But see, that, that streaming shit is crazy, though. But like, the thing about it is if you can account the sale, why not treat it as an album purchase, though? You talking about like with the streaming shit? Yeah, that w they do do that. But Shout out to Dame Dash on that book too. Powerful read though, bro. Yeah, I, I listened to the first couple tackles on, on the audio joint, but, but that that streaming shit is crazy. Though. Yeah, but do you know how they count the numbers? Tell me. So in order for your, in order for a song or an album to be to be considered a sale, mm -hmm. the person has to stream that song fifteen hundred times. Exactly. Do you do you do you, do you hear what I said? Fifteen hundred times. So like, this thing if if you if you listen when you listen to an album, are you gonna listen to it fifteen hundred times? No, you're not. Clearly, like in like you're not gonna listen to fifteen hundred times. So just think you streaming the album as much as you are, are gonna stream it, which is not gonna equate to fifteen hundred times. You still not pressing the CD. Mm -hmm. So gotcha. like so, them streaming companies are getting over. That's what like that's why Hove made title, basically to give you more money per stream. Mm -hmm. Cause like if you if you look the shit up, you'd be like, damn, your shit got to spend fifteen hundred times just to equal one sale. But you know what? That music industry. Whereas like if you went and bought the album, mm -hmm. I don't even say it. I haven't bought an album in, since before college. You know, once we got to school, yeah. Shout out to Sparrow. Sparrow had niggas on lock. Like, ain't never, <laughs> exactly. like, I've, I've never bought music since in over 10 years. Yeah. Shit, right? Hey, and one thing about my man, uh, my man Sparrow Darrow, he was the first one to introduce me to the external hard drive. Shout out to Sparrow. Yeah. I used to be like, Sparrow, what the fuck is that? He was like, yo, that's a external hard drive. You gonna get your ass on the podcast, nigga. Yeah. Um, where the fuck is we at? Oh man, you know what? I, I I definitely forgot this in the shout outs, but I guess we almost really could turn it into a topic, man. Um, I don't know if you heard about the the uh, state senator Jesse Hamilton. He's a Brooklyn Democrat. Did you hear what happened to him? You know, um, I kind of respect this move a lot. Me too. I want to uh, because it because it make, it holds people accountable though. Definitely shout out to yeah. Shout out to uh, Jesse Jesse Hamilton, man. Also, if you haven't heard, he's um, like I said, um, a Brooklyn Democrat. Mm -hmm. You know, you got um, elections coming up mm -hmm. here in the fall, so he's just minding his business. Um, but see, can't, what? but see, these are the type of. Things that have to be put in place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This, this is what has to be. Definitely. This is the type of stuff that has to be put Definitely. in place. So he was in his uh, his district campaigning, um, you know, doing his thing in his district, and someone happened to call the police on him, saying that he was like making a disturbance or something, something crazy, something totally opposite of what he was doing. Obviously, so. 
what Mr. Hamilton did was he um proposed a new legislation bill that would basically criminalize making a police report against people of color without evidence or malice. So, you know, you've been seeing all of these, what they call barbecue Beckys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been so many crazy cities. You had the people in Oakland who was barbecuing and got the police called on. You had a little girl, I forget what city she was in. She was uh, selling water. Yeah. Um, it's been a year. I mean, everybody's seen it. It's been a lot of that bullshit going on. So basically what Mr. Hamilton did was he proposed a new uh, bill that would basically make that a crime, a hate crime at that, calling the the police on the person of color for no reason. You can be charged with that, do some jail time. But you know what? We're going to give a shout out to everybody on the internet that means them people, especially that lady. Oh, yeah. So y'all deserve another <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> Those memes were said Shout out to those. And you know what? Whoever comes up with those memes, I don't know how, but good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> good job. They, they, they definitely got her out of here. So shout out to those memes. Hey, you, um, Urban Meyer. Gotta get on some sports shit. Slap on the wrist. Slap them on the wrist with the three games. Yes. So if you haven't heard, Urban Meyer, the uh, the coach of Ohio State, was given a three-game suspension for how he handled the domestic violence allegations against one of his assistant coaches. Apparently, the, the coach was physically harming his wife, threatening her. And some other shit. Apparently, the coach was aware of it, informed. And I don't really know exactly how it transpired after that. Like he's he's claiming that he told the powers above him, like the um, athletic director, who's supposed to you know pass it on to the president and do whatever. But when he was asked about it in the media, he initially lied about it somehow. I don't know if he's trying to cover himself, cover somebody else, whatever. But it came out that the shit was going on. And so basically, he only got a three-game suspension. They're going to find out. They're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to find out. You know what I'm They're saying? They're going to find out what's going on behind closed doors. So, yeah, like I said, you know how domestic violence is definitely not really at all tolerated now. So he got a three-game suspension with coaches are getting fired for stuff like that now. Three games, chill. Slap on the wrist. Now, Slap on the wrist. Now, if you if you haven't heard... They threw Michael Vick in jail, but that's none of my business. Well, that's who, that's who. Yeah, right. but we need to sign Kermit because it's none of our business. Some, so. other, uh, some other recent shit. Did uh-huh. you hear about the, the North Carolina football players? So it was North Carolina... It was four North Carolina football players who... Was I think I believe they were kicked out of school, or maybe suspended. Matter of fact, I'm sorry. They were they were suspended for four games. Mm-hmm. Right? Let me tell you what they did. So the football team got, you know, Jordan with the North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he he sponsored them, get them all type of exclusive shit. So the football team got these exclusive Jordans. Right. 
that were given to the players on the team. Like, a gift. You on the team, boom, these are your shoes, you can have them. Right? So, I mean, you know the story about how the story goes about how student athletes are poor, they broke, they struggling, whatever, whatever. So, whatever the case may be, these dudes, they ended up selling their sneakers. I'm not sure of the exact price, mm-hmm. but they sold their sneakers. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the NCAA, violation. That's, that's, that's violation. That's against the rules. You can't, you can't make no money off yourself. That's true. So they can they can make money off of you playing on TV. They can make money off of your ticket sales. But you know what? They can make money off of your merch, your name or your number on the back of the jersey. But let you sell some sneakers one time. They give you four games. That's true. So, selling your sneakers gets you four games. Knowing about domestic violence, covering it up, gets you three. That's true. That's true. And you know what? Um, About the Urban Meyer thing is that that three game is not going to mean anything because, I mean, with all that talent and all that coaching anyway, that coaching staff know what to do. I mean, y'all been together for so long. They game plan. They got enough time to game plan. They all right. <laughs> I mean, he only thing he'll probably do is go to the golf course and hang with the kids. You know how that shit go. And yeah, he um, he been like pretty cocky in his little his little interviews. Yeah. Basically, like I, I, one of the reporters brought up the the victim's name. I, I know that the assistant coach's last name is Smith. So it was something Smith, and like in, in his response, he couldn't even, he couldn't even say her name, he couldn't even address her. He probably that was a smart move though. Mm-hmm. You think so? He probably did that because he didn't want to avoid no lawsuit or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe she could have been like, oh. You know, he said my name for personal gain. He said that because of what's going on. I mean, not, not even. I mean, not even. A, he could have just basically said he apologized to her, or just you know, showed his some type of empathy. He basically just like that was like his chance to make it right. Try to halfway make it right, but he did. Let me see the time, man. Shit, we had a. Uh, 38 minutes till. That's cool. Yeah. Well, like I said, we um we halfway incorporating the TSP radio. That's the smokers party, if you don't know. We're gonna hit y'all. Hold up, chill. <laughs> we gonna hit y'all um this one for our female listeners. We know y'all out there listening. We appreciate y'all. Don't forget, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Apple, Spotify, Google. We on it. But this is from Kiana Lede. It's called Show Love. Fuck that ad, chill. <laughs> Here y'all go. Time you changed. Hold on. All right, ladies, this is for y'all. Nope, that ain't it. Here you go. It's called Show Love, Kiana Lady. Five on the 
Keeps on this love, y'all. Keep listening. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Time for another one. 